started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. Welcome to City Girls Make Do. Ladies and ladies, uh, I'm your host, Alex, a.k.a. a wine spritzer. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I am so close to making partner at the firm. <laughs> oh, I'm Lola, and I uh, still don't know what being a partner at a law firm means, and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. <laughs> so yeah, today we're joined by a friend of the show and friend of ours, uh, Lola. Hey, y'all. Yes. Second time guest. Yeah. I'm so sorry, but I'm back. I'm so excited for you to be back. Um me too. So today we're going to be talking about, God, what episode are we on? Episode six? Eight. Eight? Fuck. Season three, episode eight. Yes. Jesus Christ. Okay, season three, episode eight, the big time. Uh, so in case, you couldn't, in case you couldn't guess from the title, um, we will be getting to our favorite boyfriend. Who said favorite? Favorite ex-boyfriend, mm. we should say. Not for long. He is an ex- uh, don't remind me yeah well yeah that that the big boy is back and i want to die um but so far it's like not that bad like like i didn't want to kill that boyfriend this week so i wanted to kill a different boyfriend this week so yeah he's really not as threatening when you call him big boy i like that <laughs> right mr big boy oh that makes him sound like good though makes it like mm, no i don't like that that's true yeah big boy mm. season big boy season is good <laughs> yeah mr big boy season hmm. mm. shall we jump in yeah let's just let's just do this Okay, so we start with the Carrie voiceover as always, and she's saying that New York is a place where you can get anything at any time except dry cleaning. <laughs> she's it's like ten fucking p.m. when she tries to pick up her dry cleaning. Like, why would it be open at ten p.m.? I just want to pull. I just want to pull the room. Have you guys ever gotten anything dry cleaned? No, no, <laughs> no. Okay, good, because that's like that seems like a rich people activity to me. I that okay that tweet or something that it's just like it's it's fabric put it in the put it in the uh washer the metal sink that's that's how it feels to me yeah, yeah pretty much I, I don't have anything that nice my dad does get his suits dry cleaned but that makes sense because he has a suit i i don't mm -hmm. actually i've destroyed a ton of things that i probably should have dry cleaned and instead put in the robot sink but i don't care i don't i have too many errands already yeah, like, I have a lot of blazers, but I put them all in the wash, so fuck that. Yeah. Uh, the main point of this is to talk about how Charlotte is not fucking Kyle McLaughlin. Which is fucking ridiculous. This is ridiculous. If I got my hands on him, we're fucking. As soon as he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We also learn a little bit more about Trey. Uh, he's a doctor. He's old money. I hate him. Both those suck, but, like, he is also... Uh, Special Agent Dale Co Dale Cooper. There we go. He is that, and so I, yeah. Regardless of anything about him, like he he's got like not the best personality. I mean, we don't really know that yet, I guess. But like, he, come on, he's Kyle McLaughlin. Like Charlotte, what, what, what? 
what (laughs) I'm just like my brain doesn't compute this she's just like she wants it to be really special so she's waiting as long as as possible right like she thinks he's the one so she doesn't want to like uh ruin it by having sex with him but I mean if the sex is gonna be bad you want to know that sooner than later Charlotte not to foreshadow oh yeah yeah that's a good point Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yes she tells Carrie this while they're getting their nails done. Apparently, they've also only been dating for like two weeks, and Charlotte is sure that he is the one. Last time I was on this podcast, um, I said that I said I was a Charlotte, and you know, I that just uh, the more I see of Charlotte, uh, I take that back. I really regret saying that. <laughs> well, okay, so who do you identify with? <laughs> I mean, I guess probably Miranda, but honestly, none of them. Miranda's just like the most normal one, but you all know that. That's true. Well, Josh, Josh said that he, uh, he, well, he, I was going to say he said he kinned Miranda. He didn't say that. Those aren't his words. I'm not going to put the word kin in his mouth, but he, <laughs> he said that he, uh, related to Miranda the most too. So you're both Miranda. She's the most so. relatable. Yeah. We're in a Miranda on Miranda relationship. I think that's definitely the way to be. MLM, Miranda loving Miranda. Yeah, that's kind of what the show should do, so. Um, uh, so, yeah, so then we move on, uh, and then Carrie's in bed with Aiden, and this is so fucking disgusting. This is, like, you know, in Seven, this is, like, two Seven deaths combined. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen Seven. You need to elaborate. Okay, well, there's one where, like, a guy is basically, like, force-fed to death, uh, and that's obviously gluttony, and then there's another where like i think sloth they're just like on loads of drugs in bed until they just roll away and this is both of them (laughs) yeah it's like the i think they're trying to capture the like you know beginnings of a relationship where you're just like so enamored with each other that you don't even want to leave the bed but and which is like fun when you're doing it but as an outsider watching it it's like this is gross take a shower it's really gross like they're just fucking and eating in the same place and then like (laughs) shitting like five feet away from each other i hate it you're not wrong (laughs) then we move on and uh we see samantha and she has attracted a weird neighbor who fun fact is played by peg lapone's brother oh wow yeah his name's len he has a ponytail he sucks (laughs) yeah he's like old enough that his hair is gray but he's not like geriatric but he has a ponytail and one long earring, right? Yeah. Ugh. Like, he's gross. He's, um, he's Aiden in, like, 20 years. Oh, you know what? You're right. <laughs> and, yeah, he's, like, the he collects art, and he's just, like, super forward with her. It's so gross. Like, Samantha's clearly not into it either. Like, he's just like, I'd like you to come up to my place sometime, and uh, I just... Do you know what I am into, though? Uh, her pink suit. Yes. Yes. Same. Oh my god. She's, yeah, she's wearing like a, just like nothing underneath, like a bright pink suit. She looks fucking amazing. Like, you know, wonder he's hitting on her, but at the same time, um, don't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, like, please do not interact. Uh, but she does look amazing. But, I mean, Kim Cattrall always looks amazing, so it's like, yeah. And then as she walks away, she's kind of just like, "Mm, you're such a weirdo. Why are you talking to me? Well, she doesn't say it, but she's thinking it, obviously. And then she walks away and she looks at like the brochure she picked up and it's about women transitioning into menopause. Uh, And she's just like astonished that she would get a brochure about this in the mail. Yeah. So 
yeah, then we move on to, co- oh my god, this is my favourite part, because they're going to get cocktails, and then later we see that it's, like, the daytime. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was, <laughs> like, right. a brunch or something. They're always at brunch. Yeah, but it's, like, in a bar, they're at a bar, and they're drinking cocktails, and then when they leave, it is the daytime. It's my favourite. I mean... <laughs> I don't know what you and your friends do on the weekends, but that doesn't seem too wild to me. Well, I mean, they're at brunch, and drinking at brunch <laughs> is, like, acceptable. I really feel like going to a bar is a different, like, not even the pub. Like, this is... Well, what else are you going <laughs> to do after brunch? Just drink more. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, true. true. Had a lot of Sundays that kind of went in that direction, is all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, but I'm a bad role model. Uh, so yeah, so they're talking and obviously Miranda, Samantha is like completely offended because she's not old and she's not going through the menopause. I loved Charlotte reading out the symptoms of menopause and like she reads a bunch of them out just like normal, but then she like throws the book down because she sees like a mention of vagina weights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is where Charlotte learns about Kegel mushrooms. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. And I loved Samantha because Samantha was like, honey, my vagina waits for no man, which <laughs> is a really good line. <laughs> that was nearly uh, my nickname. So good. Nice. That's a line that Kim Cattrall was probably actually happy to be forced to say. Yeah. I feel like she was born to say that. It, it works perfectly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think this is probably where like a lot of women probably found out about like Kegel muscles. Really? I think you're Actually, right. yeah. This probably popularized it because I know I definitely read about it in like Cosmo when I was a teenager. But That's I mean, what I was this, thinking. Yeah. Yeah. But this probably definitely popularized it. But like Charlotte's the only one out of them who doesn't seem to know what it is because she's like, what is like Kegel muscle? And uh, she asks if she has one. Oh, God. <laughs> Charlotte needs, like, a biology class, perhaps. I'm worried about her. She really- She needs to know that, like, literally everyone has the same muscles. <sighs> I feel like Charlotte thinks you pee out of the vagina. <laughs> oh, my God. That is d- almost <laughs> certainly true. That's gotta be true. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, they, obviously, when you talk about menopause, you end up talking about periods, and we find out that they've all, uh, like, synced up, except from- uh, Samantha, who is like five days late. Mm-hmm. Or actually, no, she's only a couple days late at this point. Yes, she's only a couple days late and she's, you know, she's worried about it. And they're talking about how it'll be nice to not have their period anymore. And I really hate that Charlotte calls it flow because I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down. Nobody calls it that except for Judy Bloom, but then it came up later in the episode because <laughs> yeah. the freaking old guy Samantha was sleeping with. <laughs> I loved that. Sorry, spoilers, spoilers. Oh, yeah. But yeah, no, no one calls it <laughs> no that. No one calls it that. And yeah, it's, it's very adorable. But then we see Samantha's worried face. Yeah, <laughs> she is very worried about like, well, her words, you know, drying up. So yeah. have you guys ever, I've never had this, but maybe it's just because my mom was finished with her period by the time I started mine. But has anyone ever like synced up? So I have a lot of friends on Discord who it's fun because whenever you think about syncing up, it's like your, you know, real life friends that you mm-hmm. see day to day. But there's a bunch of us in one of my Discord servers who all get our periods like within the same week of each other. So there's a bunch of us who are all pretty synced up. <laughs> 
Stephanie, that's exactly what I was going to say. I have a group chat with my internet friends, and we all get our periods at the same time. It's bizarre. Well, I'm on the pill, so. Well, me too, but. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, I am too. It's weird, because it's like a bunch of us are. It's scheduled, but it's weird that coincidentally. Yeah, it's interesting. I've been blasting through mine, so I only get it every three months. Um, So I've got loads of ovaries, you guys. Oh, nice. But like, when I would go to, when I would go to summer camp as a teen and like be in a cabin of like 12 girls um you know who were we were not on birth control or anything and we all just like got our periods like two weeks into the month like it was just like nature waits for no woman true i think that it's really just a matter of nature being like it's really cool when two people with vaginas are together because if you're if you both have a vagina and you're like dating each other then like (laughs) you're if you sync up then you can like have sex at the same time if you care about that like if you care about not being on your period you don't want two whole weeks out of the month that you are not mowing hay yeah exactly exactly. you want a breast period also before some fucking loser writes in i said ovaries and i meant eggs mother i've got loads of eggs (laughs) you have powerful ovaries do you have do you have critics do you have haters sure i have haters Haters correcting you (laughs) is this like punch up the jam where they're always like i can't say this people will email me about it that's you guys now Please don't send me hate mail, but... <laughs> don't fact check no, us. No, don't fact check us. I'm sure there's a man listening to this who's just gagging to tell me about my own body. <laughs> um, True. Do you think a lot of men listen to this? Well, we know of at least like two. Not a lot, but a couple. Okay, okay. Well, I hope they're both cool. Well, one of them's Josh, and I don't think he'll send you hate mail, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I'll have a talk with him. <laughs> That's true. He won't because he knows I'll just rap. I'll just tell you and then you'll be mean to inform me. <laughs> Always. Uh, But moving on, yeah. So we see Carrie and she still can't get her dry cleaning. At least this time she tried at like noon or 3 p.m. or something. Like it's actually daytime out this time. (laughs) Yeah. Just getting drunk in the daytime as you do. Hey, like I said... To be fair, yeah, I did some day drinking the other day. It's fine. And then we moved to Miranda and Steve at Wagamama. I've just decided. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's some that's some forgotten UK lore that I haven't thought about in three years. I I have I have heard they have Wagamama in the states now, but really, yeah, I think because Lauren and Sam said they went there. I mean, it's good. I do like it. God, the screaming baby in that restaurant mm. is just what happens. To me, I feel like every single time I go out to dinner, like if if there's a baby in there, I am one or two tables away from it. And mm-hmm. and it's always there. Yeah. Yeah, Miranda's not, she's kind of annoyed because there's like a crying baby and they're just trying to enjoy their noodles. And she's like, okay, well, like, why is it suddenly appropriate to bring babies out for noodles? And Steve's just like, I like babies. I don't think we should have one, Miranda. And just... <laughs> If he called her Mwanda, I would yeah. fucking d- stop doing the show. Oh, I was just going to say, I support bringing your baby to uh, Wagamama, but, when, you know, like, that's fine. That's like a chill, casual, like, takeout-ish place. Yeah. But when you're in, a, like, a real-ass restaurant and it's, like, 8 p.m., it's like, you should be asleep anyway. Go home. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I haven't really come across many babies in um, restaurants. Maybe it's just not... I gotta move to London. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just not that much of a thing here. Like, yeah, apart from, like, daytime casual places. And then you're like, well, this is baby space. It's fine. But I actually do live in a city where people, most people, like, settle down and have children by, like, age 23. So we do have a high concentration of screaming babies. 
Yeah, mm, that makes sense. Only then. rich people can <laughs> afford to have babies here, so it makes sense. Oh yeah, I did actually. Speaking of, I did eat at a Japanese restaurant like on Saturday, and there were children behind me who were annoying, but no babies. Children can do that. Children are worse than yeah. babies. Yes, babies have like no yes. self control. You're like you're a baby. This is how you communicate. Right. But like when you're a child right. and you're like ten and you can speak, calm down. And you choose to scream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, uh, honey, if you can use your words, then use them. <laughs> yeah, it's if true. You can't, that's fine. And Steve just loves this baby, yeah. though. He's just like, I love this. I want us to have a baby that can scream at uh, innocent bystanders when we go out true. to eat. True. Yeah, I love the idea that he gets baby fever over like seeing a screaming baby, <laughs> not even just like a cute, serene baby. <laughs> But he's also talking with his mouth open and he's like being a fucking idiot. He's like, it'll be fun. Which is what no one's ever said about having a child. What men have said about having a child and men exclusively. <laughs> because he doesn't yeah. have to fucking carry it. And like, yeah. Miranda is this, like the breadwinner. She's the one with the job. She rightfully points out that like, Steve's like, well, I'll look after the baby during the day. And she's like, yeah, I'm making the money that, you know, can pay for our apartment. I'm having the baby. And and then when you're out working in the bar, I've got to look after the baby all night. And he's just like, mm. Yeah, and then go back to work and work 14 hours a day because she's trying to make partner at her law firm. So it's like she's working so much, then she just works more at home and then just goes right back to work. And I'm like, yeah, you're not in a good place to have a baby. Plus she brings up, they've been living together for two months. <laughs> two months! Steve just, oh, he's so dumb. Yeah, and he says they'd have a cute baby, which I think is questionable, but... uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Brady no, is weird. I don't. Looking. I don't think they'd combine real well. No, I mean, I don't think you can ever really tell because, like, even attractive people can have weird-looking kids. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's the saddest thing. I used to babysit for like a cool, attractive couple, and they had really the ugliest babies, and it was like, hope you guys grow up all right. <laughs> Usually, like <laughs> ugly babies. I'm so mean. No, but ugly babies can grow up to be like really attractive, like adults. Yeah, and uh, beautiful babies can grow up to be ugly adults. Yeah, I was a rare case where I was a very cute baby, weird-looking child, and now I'm back to being cute again. So, me too. Oh, yeah, nice. we all have a we all have a bad teen teen phase. Yeah. I feel like that was kind of me too. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I, I just really hate it when people say there's no such thing as an ugly baby. Because it's like, oh, that's not true. <laughs> all life is beautiful. And I'm like, I mean, you're right. But like, okay, objectively, if you say that every baby is beautiful, then are any of them beautiful? But also, there are some babies who just are not good to look at with your eyes. You hate to see it. There are like some ugly babies, but I'm really fascinated by the fact they're like ugly. I'm like, this is like, I sort of find them more interesting than just like, like, a very cute baby. Yeah, that's true. Until babies are, like, six months to a year old, I think they mostly all look the same. Yeah, they all kind of look like aliens a little bit, and it's like, that's fine. Like, it doesn't matter. Yes. It doesn't matter. Like, it's not <laughs> like the baby is, like, <laughs> you know, getting judged on their looks and gonna have hurt feelings about it, like... <laughs> But I've never seen an ugly cat. That's all I'm saying. That's true. Uh, yeah. Uh, so then they should get a cat. Well, you. Th I think she's. She already is supposed to have a cat. That's the thing. We'll get into it. Why have I never seen this cat? I demand cat footage. We've seen it once. I think Steve made her get rid of it. Like that feels like what Ugh. he would do. I hate him uh, even more now. Oh my god. Okay. My dad made my mom get rid of her cat, and like truly, I've never forgiven him. My parents had a cat when I was born that they had to get rid of. I feel like okay. I know. 
know that some people are allergic. If yeah. someone was like allergic to my cat, I would be like, okay, first of all, you can, okay, I take a pill every single day so that I don't get pregnant. Exactly. You can take an allergy <laughs> pill every single day to live with my cat. So sacrifices, <laughs> um, bitch. And also you slowly get used to the cat that you live with. Yeah. I would know. <laughs> yeah, he was allergic and also I was like a newborn baby and he thought um, it was going to kill me. So that was his reasoning. Hmm. It wasn't really that good. Normal. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. The last thing Steve says before they move on to the next scene is like, Miranda's just being kind of cynical about it. Well, but she's being realistic about it. Not even yes. cynical. I hate saying that because right. she's being realistic. I'm going to be the one doing all the work. I'm not in a good place for this. It's bad for like, we're not ready for this. It's been two months. And he's just like, let's hope the baby inherits my positive attitude. Ugh. Like, oh, fuck off, Steve. Like, like, I'm sorry. People, men, need to remember <laughs> that babies aren't just like, oh, it's a baby and it's going to stay a baby and just be cute. Like, no, bitch. This is a full-on... you having a child. You're giving birth to a human being who's going to stick around until, you know, they're at least 18. And they're going to be in your life until you fucking die if you do your job right. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's not just a baby. It's a human. Idiot. Yeah, he doesn't get that. He should just, like, babysit for a while or something. Really fulfill that craving. Mm. If he's craving that baby mineral, there are other ways to get it. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah, moving on. uh, Carrie's getting dressed up for the launch party. She's going to some launch party, some new magazine. That's why she needed the dress. Um she calls Aiden and she's like, oh, do you want to come to this party? And he's with Pete and he's dressed like a fucking Jim Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, yeah. She looks really cute though. She's got like, she's got like these shorts on with purple leggings and it's so cute. A much better outfit than the one she ends up wearing. Yeah, true. He turns it down. He's like, I don't even remember why. He's just like, oh, I don't really want to go. And she's like, okay. Yeah, it's just a boring boat party where she's like, oh, well, there might be some celebrities there and blah 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 and he, he's like I really could not care less about this. Like they don't seem compatible at all right off the bat just throwing that out there. He yeah he doesn't seem like attracted to like a sort of more glamorous quote unquote lifestyle like at all. He just wants to cannot relate. He just wants to chill with his dog and make furniture and dress like a 70s reject like I don't blame him. They definitely have kind of like an opposites attract energy I guess where it's like she's definitely very like sh- she's very city girl and he's very country boy kind of like not country boy I mean I guess we actually will get to that in eventually oh, in the yeah. future but like he's very like just casual not glam not yeah so but they have good chemistry I guess before I ever watched Sex in the City um, I watched United States of Terra in which the guy who plays Aiden plays the dad just like a regular suburban straight laced cool dad who's like trying to keep his family together and so that's how I saw him as and then I saw him show up as Aiden when I later watched Sex in the City and was like, oh, holy shit. Interesting. Yeah, he's also in My Big Fat Greek Wedding, and I can't tell you a single thing that happened in that movie, but I've definitely seen it. Is he the groom? Yeah, he's the he's the, he's the groom in the, uh, you know, titular wedding. <laughs> yeah, okay, because I was gonna say, I don't remember anything from that movie, but I remember the movie poster, and I can just imagine him on the front of it now. And Yeah, exactly. Just like, you know, leaning a little bit, just smiling. Just this every movie poster in like the year 2000 was like the man leaning over. I'm just imagining like Matthew McConaughey in uh, How to Lose a Guy 10 Days. I might have been thinking of Failure to Launch. Oh 
don't know. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wait, is it both of them? It might be both. It totally might be both. Yes. Oh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Maybe we just watch every single Sarah Jessica Parker movie until we die. God. Not a bad idea. <laughs> you gotta do something when the when you hit season six. Yeah. Patreon exclusive content. Uh, that and, oh, one thing I was joking about on Discord today, because one thing they do on the Jurgenet podcast, uh, which is also on Noise Space, is they read things in Ben Boykovich voice. Like, if you're a patron, it's like, oh, you know, once a week you can submit something for me to read in Ben Boykovich voice. I was like, send in, subscribe to our Patreon and I'll read things in Steve voice. Yeah. <laughs> You're so good at the Steve voice, you have to. I love it. So then moving on to the party, uh, it's on like a really shitty fucking boat. Like, it's not even on a yacht. <laughs> it's on like a tugboat. It's disgusting. It looks so gross. I could not get over this. Yeah, it's very small. This was like my fifth grade marine biology field trip boat. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Uh, so like Trey and Charlotte are both at the party and they're telling the story of how they met and Carrie is just like frustrated because she's heard this story about three times. Uh, so she excuses herself. She goes over to the buffet, which always a great sign. Um, and then she's eating a piece of cheese, turns around and it's fucking big. Yeah, sure is. And like, it's so awkward for her because she's just like, obviously she doesn't really want to see him. She's kind of like, uh, great. And like pretty much tries to excuse herself like right away. I mean, she asks like, where's Natasha? And and he gives her like a kiss on the cheek or something. It's very weird. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, I thought... I was a few episodes behind when I watched this, so I was like, oh, are they back together? And then he was talking about being with someone else, and I'm like, okay, well, neither of your significant others probably would have loved to see that interaction. Yeah! good. I mean, Carrie was clearly, like, resisting it. She was clearly like, yeah, this is not, I didn't, I didn't ask for you to do this. Uh-uh. She, Natasha's not there. Big says she missed the boat. Huh. <laughs> yeah, Carrie excuses herself. I can't remember her excuse, but then she just goes over and stands on the railing down the stairs. <laughs> like, she stands at the railing, not on the railing. <laughs> uh, and then Charlotte comes over to be like, Trey just gave me a watch, and it's engraved, and he says he's smitten, and the, the engraving says, it's about time that I met you, which is like, <laughs> The corniest shit you could ever do. It's like a Cartier watch, so it probably costs a fucking fortune. Um, and it's not even set. You couldn't even be bothered to set it. Fucking coward. <laughs> like, my dad gave me a watch for Christmas, and even he set it, so... <laughs> If I'm dating a super rich guy, like if I've just started dating somebody and he really wants to like show off how rich he is to me, literally just write me a check. True. I don't want to watch. I will not wear it. <laughs> no. Well, it would be, It's. it looked kind of ugly. Like I didn't really get to see it up close, but it looked not that good. I don't really wear watches because I have tattoos on both my arms. And so if I wear <laughs> watches, they go over my tattoos, which I don't, I don't really like the idea of something like constantly rubbing against it that's like tight to my skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't really like how they look either. So I don't wear a watch because I have an iPhone and a computer and a microwave and a coffee maker and I'm surrounded by the time at all times. It's true. I wear a watch. I'm sorry, I'm an outlier. Uh, but I wear a watch Ooh. because like when I'm going to class, my school is really strict and if I'm so much as like a minute late, they won't let you in. So I need to be on time. But I don't really- Set it five minutes ahead. I always need to- So I'm always getting there like half an hour early and I'm constantly checking my watch and being panicked. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's very great. It's why my hair's falling out, probably. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
anyway, maybe. I have so much hair that it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I lose so much hair too. It's it's probably not good. But uh, Carrie's also like, what time does the boat dock? And Charlotte says, I don't know, maybe around like 10. And it's full on daylight out right now. It's, I don't know, maybe it's like six in the late spring. I don't know. Like, it doesn't look like it's that late. The, like, the sun isn't even setting. I would have fucking just jumped off the boat. Swim to shore. Yeah, this is like an, I saw um like a post from the hills today. And it's like, oh, S- Spencer and Heidi just left. And then Lauren saying, we're on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> it was like oh synchronicity I love it oh wow but then love it yeah Charlotte walks away and then Big comes back because he's a fucking creep uh, they have like a bit more of a conversation basically just like kind of flirting with each other but Big is doing a lot more of the legwork yeah for once in his life he's actually putting in you know like an effort and being like you know wanting to talk to her I guess because she's no longer available and he probably hates his life right now so he yeah he's just like what was that bad there you just like ran away from me and I don't know he asked her if she's seeing anyone which is kind of like fuck off yeah. and like the fact like he's married so him asking her this seems kind of like Neh. and she's like oh yeah he's perfect and he calls her kid which I'm like I always think it's annoying when men call like women kid yeah it's like mm-hmm. alright this bitch thinks he's fucking Humphrey Bogart and it's disgusting yeah it's like mm, fuck off <laughs> And then Carrie basically does that. She's basically just like, okay, it was good to see you. And then she just fucking leaves. Yeah. (laughs) She walks away. Because like, again, she has no obligation to talk to him. Like they broke up and then he is now married. There's no reason to be talking to her. Like you had a shitty fucking breakup because you were a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. And they were never friends. Like they tried to be friends. It's not like they can just pretend that nothing happened where, I don't know. Like there was an entire episode about how they can't just hang out and not be together so yeah. this obviously it's just a bad idea for him to be doing this at all so i like that that's like the reason that that they say you shouldn't be friends with exes because you know you just cannot resist the temptation but it's like no if i broke up with you it's because i don't want to be around you anymore <laughs> cannot relate <laughs> exactly it's like i mean i guess like if you were the one who was dumped there's probably some like residual feelings for a while because you're like not the one who wanted to end it unless it was like mutual i guess no then i'm mad at you for dumping me and <laughs> And I don't want to be around you. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's a stupid situation. I don't know. And I think, like, okay, maybe if you were friends beforehand, that's something. But, like, no, they immediately started fucking, like, this was a romantic relationship from the get-go. I don't really think it's going to work. Yeah, they have nothing, like, in common as people. Like, they're not going to, like, hang out and play tennis together. Actually, if they hung out, that'd probably be what they did, knowing them. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, they have, like, chemistry and that's it. That's, like, the only thing that keeps them together. Well, you're the one with a chemistry degree, but... (laughs) True. I know a thing about chemistry, so... (laughs) So then, yeah, after the whole uh, awkward boat trip, we see Carrie at home, and her head is, like, on Aiden's stomach. They've clearly just been fucking. It's a very weird shot. That's pretty much it. True. Yeah. Well, wait, was that... Oh, did we get that? I feel like I just didn't even remember that. (laughs) Probably because it was super inconsequential, and I was like, this is boring, and I hate it. Yeah, we move immediately onto Samantha, right? anyway and this is a bit more okay because yeah i totally don't even remember that um yeah so because samantha's now five days late this is okay every like single show that's like oh my god you guys i'm two days late like yeah that's normal (laughs) 
Yeah. Right. I'm a little bit weirded out when I'm late just because being on the pill, I get my period pretty much. Like, I can pretty much tell you the- To the minute. Get it. Yeah, like, I know exactly when I'm supposed to get it. But, like, even then, if it's off by a bit, it could be just, I don't know, it could be that maybe, like, a stress thing. I don't know. There's reasons why it's gonna be sometimes late. Right. And I don't know if Samantha's on the pill, but, like, I don't know. I feel like if you're not five days late- But especially when you're not, yeah. Yeah, I feel like if you're not on the pill five days late isn't really that I mean, like, it's only really worrying for her because she has this in her head about, like, the menopause brochure that she saw. Like, if if that hadn't been a thing, like, I don't even know if she would have thought twice about it. Yeah, because she said she couldn't be pregnant. Which, how could she not be pregnant? You're telling me she hasn't had sex in a month? It does seem a little bit unbelievable. Maybe she just thinks condoms are foolproof? (laughs) She could be using the pill and condoms, which is, like, if she uses the pill and condoms, you have to be, like, exceptionally unlucky to get pregnant pregnant with more than one kind of contraceptive. I mean, she's probably like 40. So I mean, your fertility does go down as you age. So it just like it is like very unlikely that if you're using contraception, and you're around the age of 40, that like, it's it's gonna be you're gonna have to those odds are against you in terms of if you wanted to get pregnant. My mom had me at 40 because she was a dumb slut. Oh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) you absolutely can get pregnant at 40. It's just like if you're using contraception, like it's gonna be less likely without contraception than if you were younger probably not necessarily always it's just it's very strange i always find this like plot line whenever it's used to be really strange because i'm like okay either you're on the pill and you're very regular or you're not and being like a week or two late is not a big deal really being like yeah and if you're not on the pill then i would you know i would think that you're using some sort of other protection yeah. if you're not trying to get pregnant. Like, it's not something you'd really... I don't know. I don't know her life. <laughs> no, I don't want to make judgments. Yeah, no. It's always very <laughs> confusing. I don't know what she's doing, because we don't really know. I guess, I mean, she... As far as we know, she does use condoms at the very least. But, I mean, obviously, that's not foolproof. No. Then, yeah, we go to brunch. And by brunch, I mean we're just hanging out in the bathroom of some place, being a bit obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> Miranda is like I mean this is criminal if you're on your period you need to have like tampons with you because it seems like they're all just bothering Carrie for hers Uh, it's true and this is back in the day when tampons were fucking huge it's like she it's like she pulls a fucking like machine gun out of her purse because they're so big it's like Jesus Christ like because I mean tampons are so discreet now with like tiny little packaging and like I don't know it's very funny to see this huge tampon and Charlotte says that her excuse for not carrying one is that she has like a tiny little Kate Spade purse and so it doesn't fit in her purse and it's like you're on your period why are you like you just like well i'm just gonna like log it up with some toilet paper or something like what is she planning on doing i mean i thought you were gonna say that she has her excuse for not carrying one is that she has a tiny little vagina and doesn't even need it (laughs) well no that's what they say about kate spade Well, yeah, she does say that. I think it was Miranda. She goes, well, Kate Spade must have a tiny vagina. Which is so funny because, like, even though, even if you have a tiny vagina, you're still going to bleed out of it. Like, I don't get it. Stand. You just put a band-aid on it. Kate Spade is a real person. Like Yeah, and like the I feel like it's weird because you might use okay, so if you might use like a smaller tampon, but they're still the same like length, right? Because like it's like they all come in the same size package lengthwise, so it's just that they're wider. So like the length is what's gonna make it not fit in your purse, right? I think they're all just like joking because she doesn't make handbags big enough for tampons. I can't remember. Huh. Unless they were back in the day, the only tampons that small were like the OB 
tampons, which are frankly terrifying to me. And I hate the idea of them so much. What's an OB tampon? Like the ones without an applicator? Yeah, they have no applicator. And so you have to stick them in with your finger. Oh, I've used them. They're fine. I mean, I've used them. I just would personally rather not. Yeah, same. Like, I would rather use one with an applicator. But then it feels like wasteful. But then using a tampon feels wasteful. But then I can't be bothered to clean my cup. Listen. Modern day sex in the city is Carrie get diva cup. <laughs> Carrie get diva cup. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yes. Oh, that's a good point. Those always scare me because like, I've, I feel like there's no way you wouldn't feel it. I mean, at the same time, you don't really feel a tampon, but. You don't. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It would be good to use because I do like the idea of being less wasteful. I think definitely you don't. You feel it less than with it. Because you just don't have to think about it for so much, like twice as long as you don't have to think about a tampon. Yeah. And you don't get that like ripping sensation. So it's great. Ugh. Plus, I guess you don't have to deal with like there being a string all the time. No, I hate the string. It feels disgusting. If I feel like a fucking woody doll. <laughs> I just really hate it because sometimes you have to go to the bathroom again before you're ready to change it. And then you're like, great, I guess I'm just going to piss on this string. Like, sorry to be. <laughs> I know, or just like hold it. <laughs> I mean, you can do that, but it's like, I don't want to. No. And that also is what baffles me about people think who think that you pee out of your vagina is like, well, how do you pee with a tampon in that? I mean, I guess I know a lot of people use pads. I haven't thought that since I was about like eight. And then I realized that like, I, I can just, oh my God, I have one of those. I can just figure this out by myself. And then I realized that I don't pee. <laughs> out the same hole yeah <laughs> proud of you thank you <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they're all there and um, Miranda says this thing because uh, Charlotte's going on about Trey and like perfect he is and everything and Miranda just says that men are like caps and when they're ready to settle down, they put their light on and the next person that gets in is the one they're going to marry and it's like <laughs> kind of a horrible thing to say to your friend. Yeah, like I get that you're supposed to be the cynical one but also like this is just I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't like this analogy. It's really stupid. And then they just go on about how like oh most women have had their light on since birth like uh, what <laughs> i mean i kind of birth but <laughs> I kind of get what she's saying. I feel like definitely with yeah. like a lot of like richer guys, as soon as they're like, okay, I want to get settled down now. Like as soon as the most suitable person comes along, maybe they're not necessarily in love with them, but like they'll settle down. But it's kind of, it's such a horrible thing to say to your friend who is like genuinely excited because she's met a guy she really likes. I do get that it's a little bit ridiculous that they've been together for like two or three weeks and she's like, I think I'm in love and like just all this stuff when they're like very in the honeymoon phase they barely know each other they just so many things and Miranda's like you're not in love and he's not in love either like chill out and it's kind of like I don't know it's kind of rude and cynical and I probably wouldn't say this to a friend of mine like I'm not gonna you know kill their buzz but I might be thinking this so but yeah and then Samantha has a breakdown yeah because it's been 35 days since her last period and she says we'll probably never have it again and then she's crying because she says she's drying up and then uh well Carrie tries to reassure her but then Samantha like I loved this part where she puts her arms around like all three girls and she's like ladies what I'm about to tell you might come as a shock but I'm a little older than you <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they all like just like just look confused yeah. as you would uh -huh. I mean it's kind of obvious but bless her it's like they know but yeah it's very funny <laughs> 
I love Samantha. She knows they know. I do too. Yeah, I still I still don't understand how she's 100% sure she's not pregnant. But anyway, that is again. Maybe she maybe she knew when she ovulated because she like Maybe she gets like ovulation pain and she knows. Maybe she yeah, maybe she can tell when she's ovulating and she knew that she didn't have sex like within that time window and so she's like it's not possible scientifically. <laughs> You'd have to be real in touch with your body <laughs> for that. True. I, True. I would always get like a pain in either side when I was ovulating, so I knew. I'm not sure if I've ever noticed before. I know that before. Well, because like, I mean, when you're on the pill, you, you're not supposed to ovulate. So it's like, right. there's been times when I've been on the pill and I'm like, oh, I'm not sure if I missed one or not. Like if I missed a pill, I'm like, oh my God, I hope I don't start ovulating. And then like, you know, when your brain like tricks yourself into thinking that like you are you have something that you probably don't actually have and i'm like is this me ovulating and then i'm like i'm an idiot oh yeah 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 so then we finally move on to a fucking question and i was like oh shit like this is when i realized how long the episode was Uh, (laughs) yeah well i realized it when i opened because i look at the episode length every time i open the episode i'm like what the fuck am i getting into today and last night i opened it and it was like 29 minutes and fucking like 50 seconds or something and i was like 50 i don't remember it was it was very long it was almost (laughs) 30 minutes and so i was like 30 minutes this is ridiculous but uh yeah uh so yeah carrie is writing on her laptop uh and she says if i wasn't perpetually 10 minutes late would my life be totally different and is timing really everything because that's what miranda said she was like you and trey isn't that's not fate it's just timing like you met him when he was ready to settle down and it just happened to be your dumb luck that you guys are getting that you're you know apparently super spent with each other so yeah i mean you can argue that that's fate it doesn't really make much sense yeah it's it doesn't make any sense i mean i think miranda's right that timing is a lot like i think that timing can be super critical to when you know if you're if you meet someone when you're in an absolute like garbage place maybe you just got out of a relationship and you're not ready for something you could meet someone who could be perfect for you and just not be interested so like i don't know i think there's definitely something to say about timing being important but yeah there's not really anything you can do about it so Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i've definitely i've been in places where it's like one of us isn't in the right place and just nothing's happened but like it's clear something could have like obviously yeah timing is important in a big part of relationships but i don't know otherwise i didn't really see i guess the time of you know of your menopause i guess that's the other time i don't know this is a very weird question usually it's better themed oh yeah that's how she tried to tie it together that is weird oh that's why the episode's called the big time i was like why is it called big time i was like big but what's the time and now i'm like oh right it's timing okay i didn't even i didn't realize that either that's the that's the folksy term for menopause it's yeah i'm I'm getting the getting the big time oh yeah true can't wait for that big time oh (laughs) so then miranda is okay this made me uh, red, mad, nude, online. Okay, so <laughs> she's trying to work, right? Um, and then fucking Steve is shoving probably like children's cereal into his mouth. It's definitely, it's not muesli, is it? So he's like shoving cereal into his mouth, watching Scooby-Doo, which again, loves Scooby-Doo. Maybe don't watch it while your partner is trying to do their very serious job. And he's like, ooh, just laughing obnoxiously. <laughs> uh, and Miranda is like, can you turn it down? And he does. Oh my, this is, okay. Have you ever asked someone to turn something down and they turn it down like one? Yes. I feel like I have the opposite problem. <laughs> 
I feel like I always ask people to turn things up because I'm deaf and they turn it up like one notch and I'm like, bitch, I can't hear <laughs> shit. I don't want to ask you again to turn it up. But I also don't want to ask you to put closed captioning on because everyone in the world is a little bitch about closed captions and they're like, I don't like it. It's distracting. I watch everything with captions <laughs> I, and I have very strong hearing. Like I'm the one asking people to turn stuff down and I love to read the words. Yeah. Oh my God, you too. Like I do. Right? Yes. I love closed captions. Yeah, no, I definitely definitely asked people to turn stuff down before too so like i yeah i do like when uh subtitles are on because yeah then i feel like i'm watching like a, a foreign film and i understand the language perfectly you know i feel like i'm reading yeah you don't miss things like sometimes even if i can hear most of the dialogue because it's loud enough sometimes i miss things like people's names or i might like kind of not hear an entire line and so like i've sat through movies before where i could not tell you what the plot was because i couldn't hear like <laughs> most of the dialogue and it's like you get to the end of it and you're like what I just wasted two hours of my life watching something if you guys have been following me then you've probably noticed that I've been watching Twilight and yeah. <laughs> everyone just fucking mumbles so it's really helpful to have the subtitles on yeah everyone is mm-hmm. just mumbling and talking into their chest it's um great for film well and Robert Pattinson tries to have an American accent and it just sounds like he's like about to throw up or something it's not good <laughs> I love when British actors are like oh my American accent is just talking very quietly um yeah I'm pretending i'm from I'm new york to... <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's weird i'm trying to imagine what he even sounds like in the movies because i honestly couldn't remember if he kept his british accent in the movie or not because i was like imagining it and i'm like i think he still has it but i think <laughs> i'm just thinking of spike from buffy whose accent is absolutely atrocious it's absolutely <laughs> terrible yeah maybe just everyone should just act with their own accent and if you're like well that doesn't fit like who gives a shit they're already pretending it's fine yeah i'm <laughs> Yeah, it's not like they needed to make Spike British. They could have just been like, he's an American vampire. Like, you could have just changed his backstory. Like, <laughs> I get it. It did not matter. It didn't do anything for the character. And moving on. So she, so she like goes over to him and she's like, okay, look, this is what I'm talking about. You're like, she just realizes he's a fucking baby. So she like right. takes mm-hmm. her work and moves to presumably her bedroom. And she's like, yeah, I don't want a fucking child and tells him that. Well, because she tries to talk to him while he's still watching TV and he like won't take his eyes off the TV to have a conversation with her. It's Scooby-Doo. It's not like the plot matters. It's not like it's, you know, fucking, it's not uh like Lost where if you miss something, it's like, fuck, you're not going to understand the next like three episodes. Like it's Scooby-Doo. She, it's, he won't stop watching. He keeps laughing. It's not even the Scooby-Doo movies. Like, you know what's going to happen because the plot for the Scooby-Doo TV show just happens time and time again. It's going to be some motherfucker in a mask. Yeah. It's the same thing every time. And she, he's just, like, not even looking at her. She's like, can you please look at me? And he just kind of is, like, a little fucking baby about it. And then she, like, storms off to her room and she's just like, and by the way, can you, like, turn off the lights and, like... <laughs> Put put a coaster under your drink, and it's. I do love that she has to treat him like an actual child, and he doesn't even care about like her being mad until she starts saying stuff like "Don't be a fucking baby" and make sure that you like turn the light out. Yeah, I just I don't get it. Yeah, it's so childish. And why would you date somebody that you have to nag? Like, what what's fun yeah. about that? Just don't. You're just not compatible. It's like I get that sometimes people also have like you know you might not want to get something done. But it's like, that's like kind of their problem. But when it's something where you're in the same space, it's like, right. you shouldn't have to tell someone like you shouldn't have to feel like a nag in a relationship. So No, because it's his house too. Like he moved in. He moved into the apartment that 
she paid the deposit for and probably pays most of the rent for. Like, So he should be even more respectful of it. Yeah, and to be honest, I mean, I, yeah, no one wants to feel like the nag. Like, it's horrible when you have to be, like, the, the mom or whatever because you're meant to be partners. You're meant to be equals. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's kind of bullshit, especially when you're a woman and it's like you already feel like just the slightest bit of having to tell someone off. You just feel like you're such a bitch because, like, that's just how you feel when you're a woman and you tell someone to do something. Like, it just sucks to feel like you're doing that all the time. And I already am a bitch, so it comes off even worse. (laughs) Same. True. Yeah, I'm constantly worried, like, every day that someone's gonna be like, can you stop being such a bitch all the time? And I'm like... But at the same time, I won't stop, so... (laughs) It's not on purpose. Oh, it's hard work. So, yeah, and then we move to uh, the image you put into the Discord, the lesbians. Yes, I put this on Twitter. (laughs) So, if you you saw... If you follow us on Twitter at City Girls Make Do, you'll see the picture. Uh, Harold, they're lesbians of Miranda and Carrie's amazing outfits, and they're walking arm in arm. It's amazing. I loved this. We have a power suit, and we have a power flower. It's, um... It's very, like femme butch realness. I love it. It very is. And her suit is just kind of like baggy. Like it doesn't even look that fitted. Like it's very like, I love it. Uh, And yeah, they're arm in arm. Yeah, it's like she's just wearing like a man's suit. Yes. It's amazing. And it's like Miranda is David Byrne big suit. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, And Carrie's got this like really cute like summer dress on. It's like this blue bright blue dress with a huge flower on it she's still she's still got the big flower thing going on which i don't love but i'm like you do you i mean she's found a niche and i feel like whatever whatever floats your boat yeah true so yeah and uh but yeah miranda's sort of sharing some of her insecurities she's like well is he just suggesting this to like repair any issues in our relationship and she thinks that maybe she's just sort of like self-sabotaging in a way because she wants the baby anyway and it'll probably happen like in the next few years she doesn't have a lot of time left blah 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 yeah it makes sense but like they're she even mentions they're already kind of fighting a lot and like she's working long hours like it's just really not they're not in a good space for it like regardless of if she eventually wants a baby like it's just yeah. a bad idea and he just wants a baby to fix all of their problems so yeah and if she was dating somebody who was in a position to <laughs> be a slightly better parent then maybe she would feel differently but it's very clear that steve is not not the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then Samantha in a, she's in a very bad state. She's accepted a date with her creepy neighbor Len just because like she's feeling self-conscious about being late for a period and getting older. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's clearly fucking wasted on this date. <laughs> yeah, she very much is. And she's very like over it and bored and like uh, she looks very miserable. And I really hate the line Carrie says because she has Carrie's voiceover says, like, day-old bread needed to stick together, which is why she went on this date with him. Uh, didn't like that, but... Damn, just make some croutons. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) True. And, like, well, this guy's also boring as fuck. Like, he's talking about Cadillacs, and and then he says, like, did you tell you I have an artificial hip? (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's just, like, it's like I'm fucky with it, and it's kind of disgusting. She's just horrified by it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like, I'm a cyborg. Uh, and then, yeah, so then, like, Samantha has agreed to have sex with him just to get him to shut up. And she's just lying there with him on top of her, and she's completely stoic. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah, she looks super desolate, like, just very, just, okay, I'm accepting this. And I don't 
like to watch it. No. Yeah. I don't like it. She's just sad. It's just, it's very sad. It's like, a, if this was framed slightly differently, this is like, like an Oscar yeah. nominated drama of just like, oh God, this poor woman. <laughs> About like their, their terrible marriage and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is horrible. But um, he's like, uh, either you're a virgin or uh, Aunt Flo came to town. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. There he is. Yeah, that callback to earlier because he's this old fart. It's great. <laughs> and yeah, and he and he says they're like $2,000 sheets, which is fabulous. That is direct action. Oh, yeah. Why would you own $2,000 <laughs> sheets if you're going to have sex? Like, they're going to get, you're, they're not going to be in great shape after a busy night anyway. Like, no, just, I don't know. That's a, that's a risky move. No, you put that in the, in the most gentlest way possible. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> You're right. What podcast am I on? He's gonna come on them. So he is. Yeah. Paxis is shutting your uterine lining onto someone's $2,000 bougie sheets. So jot that down. Uh, so yeah, she's like super excited. She jumps up and like runs back to her apartment and she's just like, oh, pretend. She like, pretends to be embarrassed. Like it's great. Yeah, but she doesn't try that hard. No. Yeah. She, he's like, there's blood everywhere. And she's just like, oh, I'm sorry. Thanks for dinner. Bye. <laughs> And you know she never spoke to him again. It was great. That's good. Yeah, so that's pretty much it for Samantha. Uh, but so we move we move on to Steve, who he calls up Miranda and he asks her to go meet him. Um, and she's like, I'm at work. Yeah, and she's like working overtime and she has a meeting coming up. I don't know how what time it's now, but she says, I have a meeting at four and I'm busy. I can't come. And he says he thinks it'll help. So, and then he says, please. Uh-huh. So she goes. She's like, fine. So what, she just cancels her meeting? Presumably. I didn't really get that part, but oh, I'd get fired, but okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So she goes to meet him and it's at a fucking pet shop. And yeah, he basically like corners her in and the- Carrie says this, but yeah, he corners her into adopting a puppy. Yeah. But you can't just do. That's not cool. Yeah, and she's had no desire ever. She's never once talked about dogs before. Uh, This is out of nowhere. And she's just like, okay, this is why. And he's like, it'll be like a test run, Miranda. And Miranda's just like, okay, well, who's going to take care of this little test run? And Steve says he will. So Miranda's kind of like, okay. No offense, but this was like, he is acting like a seven-year-old. He's like, mommy, please buy me a pet. And then his mom is like, mm, only if you look after it and you do the work. <laughs> and he's like, I promise. Yeah, puppy, please. Like, this is terrible. But just in the same way that you shouldn't impulsively have a baby, you shouldn't just impulsively adopt a dog because that's still going to be like 10 plus years of like, it's yeah. a decent amount of money. It's a lot of work. Like, uh, Steve can't handle it. It's still a living creature. Like, you shouldn't just do that. Yeah, no, you really shouldn't. And But the thing is, like, if Miranda turns him down that's gonna make her seem just like an awful person and like so she kind of has to say yes i mean she doesn't have to but if she doesn't like she shoots down every single thing he says because everything he says is stupid yeah she doesn't really she can't really win because if she says no then yeah she looks like the mean guy in this and she's not because like you said just don't impose like don't impulsively bring some living thing into your life that seems like a bad idea get a plant dogs require so much work like there's a reason why i have a cat and not a dog it's like (laughs) 
they they take so much effort like you have to take them out multiple times a day like you can't work 14 hours and then just like not see it yeah like love dogs but will not get up at 6 a.m for any living being no that is not paying me <laughs> True. <laughs> like quick revision i have gotten up at six for work before but only for that if you have a baby um are they gonna have to pay you like what's gonna happen uh- <laughs> Oh, me. Yes. No, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like- No, I'll just- I'll get them into modeling. They'll be like a- like a baby food model. (laughs) I would have to assume my baby would be exceptionally cute. I'll I'll never know. That's true. Yeah, baby fashion nova. Cute, like a baby influencer. Oh, God. That's so sad because it's probably true. Like, that probably is a thing. Oh, they definitely- Yes. Well, it's more like the moms, like the moms, uh, you know, chill the baby products mostly, but they're still totally profiting off their baby. Actually, yeah, that's what I would do. I just get on Instagram. Okay, great. Mm. All right, so I'm all set. Cool, 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 cool. (laughs) So then, uh, yeah, Trey and Charlotte, they're making out um, at her apartment, and he asked to come in, and she's like, "Mm, no, I don't want to fuck you just yet. In in less words. (laughs) Yeah. And then, <laughs> yes. So, like, she closes the door, then he knocks, and she's like, mm, and <laughs> mm. yeah, she makes a face. And then he says, Oh, I don't want to come in. I just want to tell you that I love you. And then he gets a hand job. Yep, he got it. That's how you do it, folks. That's the recipe. If you want a hand job, just tell your girlfriend that you love her. And only a hand job. Yeah. She is no again, more. not even a blowjob. Like, come on. Charlotte. Well, we already know Charlotte doesn't do that. Oh yeah, because she she doesn't like to do a blowjob. But she'll do a handjob. So a handjob yeah. somehow feels less dignified. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. You can just do a handjob yourself. <laughs> I don't really know what I'm going to add to it. So mm-hmm, true. Exactly. Like I'm definitely not doing it as well as you could do it yourself. Yeah. So I mean, you can't suck your own dick though. So mm. not unless you're Marilyn Manson. So it's fine. <laughs> Plus, I can do more damage with my mouth than I could with my hand so <laughs> damage uh, yeah like i mean like if you're thinking about it in terms of like what power could you wield given the chance you can do more damage with your mouth than your hand so <laughs> damage his m his hp his magica oh my god oh my god my friend posted a really horrible joke in our discord server the other day and i have to, i feel compelled to tell it now because it just is related to damaging penises oh please but okay <laughs> so fuck how did it go it was like like, okay, so what does someone who's into cock and ball torture say when they also don't like dirty talk? Ooh, I don't know. I'm scared. Pot, pots and pans may break my glands, but words can never hurt me. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. Was that Colin? Yeah. There you go. It was a really bad joke. <laughs> I need to yeah. counter that with the good tweet of Alex Leaf Crunch, who said April showers may b- bring flowers, but words will never hurt me. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Alex is amazing. And I, I liked her. it. Thank you, Alex. That is wholesome. Yeah. I love her. <laughs> so moving on from from whatever that was. Uh, <laughs> so back- Sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I've said worse. So uh, yeah. back in Miranda's, the puppy won't shut the fuck up. It's also in like a box next to Miranda's side of the bed, which doesn't seem right. Uh huh. Well, Steve said he was going to be the one who took care of it why i don't understand yeah miranda's Mm. like what the fuck (laughs) and they get into this huge fight uh which Mm -hmm. miranda is in the right uh she says that this isn't going to work and by that she means the relationship yeah because well he's doing fuck all he said he was gonna do he said he was gonna do all the work he's dead asleep while she's like wide awake as this puppy is whining and whining and whining and just like she's just like i'm tired of being the mom and this is not a rough patch like we're like this all the time we're always miserable like like why am i always having to be your mom instead of your equal basically yeah and yeah go off miranda because fuck you steve t yeah that's valid yeah wig t icon yeah (laughs) he's just like he just calls her out like he's just like what you're just gonna give up on us like you're just not even putting any effort in she's just like do you think i want to be miserable with you like i want to make this work but it's impossible because you're a fucking impossible baby shut the fuck up you little ass he he fucking sucks like i can't yeah yeah he um he goes and he sleeps it seems like yeah he goes to sleep on the couch or whatever and they've broken up yeah i yeah i don't know if he like straight up just left because he has he doesn't have a place anymore because he moved in so but that's i just fucking like i said to you earlier it's just like he can't even wipe his ass so why would he want to wipe a baby's ass so (laughs) exactly honestly uh so then he just went to sleep underneath the bar (laughs) yep Uh, yeah, then we find out that the next day Miranda made partner at her law firm. Yeah. What is it? I don't know. No, I I mean, I don't know either, but um, it's good, I think, so. I don't know, like, okay, is this even that exciting when there's 15 partners already? Yeah. Because I was like, oh, if she made partner, it's probably like, there's probably like three or four of them, but there's 15 of them, so it's like, okay, so. Does that, is that like a business partner? Like, does that mean she has like stock in the company now, or? Oh, that makes sense. Maybe. I figured, I was thinking like in like Mad Men when it's like, oh, they're going to make me partner. So it's like, I don't know. I was like, are they going to put her name in the company or something? Like Sterling, Cooper, Draper, Hobbs. (laughs) (laughs) And if that's 15, that's such a, I guess it's just like blah, blah, blah and partners. Yeah, probably. Uh, Anyway, so yeah, that's Miranda. And then finally we get Carrie. Oh boy. Okay, so Carrie and Aiden are in, going into her apartment and then he's like oh you haven't got any coffee filters i'll go down to the bodega and get some and she's like dope and then, <laughs> uh, and then she checks a voicemail and it's big and she's like oh fuck and she doesn't want to listen to it so she pauses it and then there's a knock at the door and she's like haha aiden my boyfriend that was quick she opens it <laughs> and it's big like coked up out of his fucking gourd <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's about to have a stroke. Like, yeah, uh, like sweating, and he's like, "Hi, Carrie." <laughs> that is, yeah, cocaine. He, he has like Joker disturbed <laughs> written on his forehead, and he's just like, "I'm fucked up, Carrie. I'm fucked up." <laughs> oh my god! And he's just, can we? He's just Jared Leto. This is an official request. If you know how to do Photoshop, please do Big and Carrie as the joker and harley quinn oh my god God. 
if it was the year 20, like, what year did Suicide Squad come out? Like, 2016 or 17 or whatever. If it was, like, that year, they would absolutely do that as their Halloween costume. Oh, my God. Yeah. Without a doubt. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'd she love would, it. like, dye her hair, like, the ends of it. I want to scream. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's ever done fan art of that. Oh, my God. I hate it, but you're so right. Like, he is the Joker, and she is his Harley Quinn. Like, <laughs> Yep, and they're just so dysfunctional. And she'd have a shirt that says, like, Big's Little Girl or whatever. Oh, and- Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she does dress like very fun. I'm hers, he's mine. I'm I'm him's shirt <laughs> with the arrows, you know? Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, uh, um anyway, I'm just having a breakdown. So yeah, so he is like <laughs> he's clearly intoxicated by some effect. And he does he actually does say, I'm fucked up, Carrie. <laughs> um, <Yep. laughs> and he says to her, like, I just miss you. Wait, no, he doesn't say that. He's like she says, Why are you here? What do you want? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> so she just closes the door. Yeah, she's like, Go home to your wife, and yeah, closes the door on his face and I guess he just leaves. He doesn't seem to harass her anymore. And he's like, before, yeah, before she closes the door, he says, like, oh, that was Mr. Perfect, wasn't it? And Carrie doesn't really say anything. And then he tells her to check her voicemail. So she plays it and he says, oh, I just miss you. Yeah, you can't stop thinking about her. Like, fuck off. You have a wife. Eat your own asshole. Like, ugh. On top of it just being um bad form to message your ex and be like, I miss you. Yeah, when you're married. When you're married and you know that they're dating someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really shitty behavior. Well, he is fucked up. He's fucked up. <laughs> I hate this guy. I fucking, I know, I, the thing about Big is I feel like we all know a Big and we all hate him, so. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if I know any Bigs because every man I know is like a beta cuck, so. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, the first person that came to my mind was this guy I went to high school with who was, like, he wanted to be Don Draper. Oh, God. And he definitely had big energy. Like, I feel like they would get along, big and Don Draper. Yeah, my big is um the guy I had, a, like, a really huge crush on, and then I slept over at his house, woke up hungover, and realized he had, like, Donald Trump's art of the deal. <gasps> In his house. No. Like, oh, no. What's that doing there? <laughs> and then replayed like every conversation and realized it was huge red flag. Are there like Trump fans in England? Well, he was like, he was like, oh, I don't really agree with his politics, but like I respect him as a businessman, which is bullshit because he's not a very good businessman. Not at all. Yeah, that's a horseshit excuse. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, fuck. Shit. And then, yeah. And then we kind of just grew apart from there on. So, Surprisingly. Um. <laughs> I hate when you find out that something is like, like, I recently saw that someone that I have slept with before on Facebook is apparently attending an Elon Musk event in uh, a town, Oof. like, not where I live now. And I'm like, hmm, that's gross. That's just, got, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. I, I honestly regret letting anyone near me. I really feel like <laughs> I really feel like there should be an entrance exam for my vagina. <laughs> yeah, somebody I slept with like five years ago, like I stayed Facebook friends with him and like a year later he was just 
full on scene, like 2002, like MySpace, <gasps> like the straightened hair oh and the fake God. glasses, like the whole deal. It was really jarring. Yeah. I could deal with that. I cannot deal with someone <laughs> going to an Elon Musk event, but be- becoming a scene kid, that's kind of cool to me. I'm like, oh, live your truth. <laughs> yeah, being seen isn't really a choice. <laughs> He's born that way. Yeah. He was just like cosplaying as a as a regular person when I met him. Yeah, he was cosplaying as a normie and now he's uh, his true <laughs> self. So uh, good for him, really. <laughs> anyway, Shout out. Uh, yeah, so then pretty much the end of the episode is like Carrie looking off this, into the distance as she does and she's like, oh, you know, Aiden wasn't back yet and Big was here and everything's confusing. What? Whoa. Yeah, like it's not really that confusing, Carrie. You're just dumb. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I understand. I mean, listen, if your ex comes and they're like, Haha, I miss you just as you've, so pretty much just as you've moved on. Um, mm-hmm. Then yeah, that's, that's different. Yeah, true. This episode. Rankings? Mm-hmm. D minus. Is that, is that your AV club? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's probably not too far off if I was going to give their ep- the episode a grade, but... Uh, it, it wasn't great. I, would you give it an F plus? Oh. That was bad. There's not many episodes of Sex and the City that I would give an A to. Like, there's a couple. Like, the post-it note episode, I'd give that episode an oh, A. Oh, yeah. But, like, there's not many episodes that I would. The LA episode? Oh, the LA episode is good. With Vince Vaughn? I'll be back. <laughs> uh, maybe, yeah, maybe next week with the funky tasting spunk. Oh, wait, no. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I know I know what Carrie does, so maybe not. Oh, true. But, like, the, yeah, we'll get there, I guess, but. I totally forgot. I'm gonna watch it when we're done recording this. She does the nasty. She does the worst thing you can really do in a relationship and be a dirty little cheater. Um, so that's not great. Anyway, yeah, I think I'm gonna put, who am I gonna put at the bottom? I know, it's really difficult because, like, everyone is valid and invalid in their own ways this week. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, Charlotte, because she's kind of annoying and doesn't carry a tampon with her when she knows she's on a period. True. Uh, maybe Samantha, like, it's not really her, it's just, like, it was kind of sad seeing her all fucked up and miserable about something which is pretty natural. Well, obviously very natural. Yeah, I just didn't think it was a very fun plot. Like, I was kind of like, I mean, it's a, it, I don't think the story itself is that interesting. Well, especially when it just ended with her getting her period. It's like, then I woke up and it was all a dream. Yeah, but yeah, because like, it's the topic of like, well, you know, women are kind of cast aside once they're deemed as unfuckable and them not being fertile anymore is a, you know, is a, can be a cause of that. But like, it doesn't really get into that. It's just like, oh, I'm sad <laughs> and it's it's not fun. I need fun. It would maybe be an, yeah, and I feel like it would maybe been an interesting plot if she was reconciling with the fact that she actually was hitting menopause and being like oh this is how I'm, my life is kind of different now and it's different but fine yeah. like if that was the story I'd be like that's kind of interesting but when it just ends with like oh I got my period it's like okay so you, nothing happened. Menopause doesn't just like stop one day like that's not <laughs> <laughs> yeah suddenly you just don't get your period ever again. Yeah it's like a gradual thing it doesn't just stop but yeah so she could still be going through menopause yeah one of the signs is irregular irregular periods there you go see follow up on this plot Uh, well i'm sure i think it does come back no please don't please don't i don't care (laughs) (laughs) because yeah she's like well not in the show she's like 40 now but yeah times do change i have no concept of anyone's age and everybody is either like 25 or like 45 (laughs) maybe some people are 35 (laughs) no one in between (laughs) and then i'm gonna put uh, Miranda and then uh, 
Carrie. This is a rare Carrie top, so I don't think she's too bad. Yeah, no. Yeah, I do love to see her kind of kick big to the curb and be yeah. like, fuck off, like, closing the door in his face and not wanting to hear his stuff. Like, I mean, it is everything she wanted to hear, like, a year ago. So, like, the fact that she is closing the door on his face and, well, at this point, not taking the bait for it is impressive. <laughs> so, not impressive. It's just, it's good to see her, based on her past behavior, shutting it down. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so, that's me. You, gals, got anything to say? Uh, mine's the same as yours, but swap, swap Miranda and Carrie, I think, because I was very happy to see Steve get also kicked to the curb. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, I don't know, it's just, I feel like Miranda was just so in the right about everything, and she wasn't even being that cynical about it. She was just being realistic. No. Like, they weren't ready for it. And he, Steve doesn't even seem to, like, respect the fact that she's working that much all the time and has, like, nothing to say about it. Like, if she says, I'm not ready for it, it's not his place to start pushing harder and harder. Like, I want this, so we have to want this. Like, it's just bullshit, so. Especially when you're not even the one carrying a fucking life in your stomach for a goddamn 10 months. It's horseshit. So I'm just, I was happy to see Miranda finally reach that breaking point. It's not like she was, like, happy to do it. Like, she was like, I don't want to, I don't want to have to break up with you, but, like, obviously this isn't going to work, so she made the good decision. So I'm going to put her as the top, then Carrie, then Samantha, then Charlotte. Yeah, I agree with that. I, yeah. Miranda, um... Could have not moved in with Steve in the first place, but we're only talking about this episode, so. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so should we move on to questions? Oh my god, I forgot we had those. Yeah, we've got a few, but we can power through. Some of them are pretty fast. So, uh, if you want to send us in questions, then you can send them to seagullsmakedo.tumblr.com forward slash ask. If you want to send them anywhere else, you can send them to us on Twitter at seagullsmakedo, and then at gmail at seagullsmakedo. That's it. (laughs) Yep. Uh, okay, so these questions are all from Tumblr. Our first one comes from Tumblr user Dr. Activisionary, who asks, I don't know if I sent in this question or not, but since the name of the podcast is named City Girls Make Do, based on that one image, I had an idea. Sex in the city, but in a small rural town. What kind of jobs do you think the girls would have, and what kind of subjects would the show focus episodes on? This is a really good question. Corn dildo. How many jobs are there in a rural town? I mean, farmer. Do you think any of them would be any? when you're a fucking farm? Well, I mean, the thing is, this is presuming their lives are like alternate universe. This okay. is Sex in the City AU where they were born there. So they're just, they're probably super used to being on farms. So they're probably like city girls. Mm, yeah, right. Like I would ever live in a city because I'm going to be stubborn about this. Um, But what I was, so I, yeah, I was talking to boyfriend of the show, Matt, uh, about this the other day when we got the question and uh, we were talking about it kind of like what if sex in the city was letter kenny <laughs> and he was saying i bet that samantha would be like the bartender who just like hits on everyone who comes in like there's there's bars in rural areas so i think she could be like the bartender who just like hits on every patron who comes in mm-hmm. uh but the other girls yeah the jobs you can have because you can i think charlotte would work with horses she would be like um yes like a, a farrier is that it? a farrier like the people who do horseshoes uh, okay i don't know who are you talking to? I'm not a horse person. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, she'd be a breeder or something. Like, she would be the horse bitch. Um, yeah. She would. And then 
Harry would write for the local newspaper, I suppose, and just do like small town kind of yeah. journalism. It would be even worse because she already she already writes about like in New York. She like doesn't call people by name usually who she's dating, mm-hmm. but like it's still one of those things where it's like you're talking about people publicly. So like in a small rural town, like there's just everyone's gonna know. Everyone's gonna know who you're talking about. Oh, oh my god, Miranda would be the rural juror. <laughs> Because <laughs> she's a lawyer. So. <laughs> That's perfect. You know, those like southern lawyers in their white suits. Like, that's her. In a, she's just always in a yeah. white suit drinking a. a uh, what's the drink I like? Arnold Palmer? A mint julep, I was going to say. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my God. I love how I said, what's the drink I like? As if you guys are me. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I guess like the episodes would just center around, I don't know. They would like, that's the thing is they would know everyone because that's the thing about small towns. So you can't just have like anonymous sex. I guess episodes would be like, what happens when you run into your ex and your ex and your other ex and your ex? <laughs> yeah, it could be kind of like Twin Peaks because like in Twin Peaks, everyone is sleeping with everyone and people are cheating on each other with each other. And it's a small town, but it's like there's still a lot of like intrigue and stuff going like just drama. And so it could be some kind of like that maybe but more farmy maybe yeah i think so anything else i can't think of anything else sounds right to me i don't like small towns they creep me out <laughs> yeah i'm we're we're city city schlickers yeah i don't like um anonymity city girls make do yes uh, thank you dr a uh so the next question is from a uh, frequent question asker uh dear friend of the show pr the disaster who asks hey gal what is the wildest thing to ever happen to you in a cab which pet do you think is the most compatible with each girl and are you fans of ship trips <laughs> which i'm so i know that they're um brazilian not to not to dox you brazil is a pretty large country i don't think they'll find you but um this is probably is just a translation error but i do love the phrase ship trips because it sounds like really fun <laughs> love it. i did when we got the question i messaged alec and i was like alex do you know if this means like a cruise or is this something that has to do with like ship uh so we decided it's probably a cruise so i love this i really love the phrase ship trip you me too. Like the party Carrie went to. Um. So yeah, let's start with the first one. Wildest thing to happen in a cab? Uh. Do you guys have anything? I don't really. I'm really. I don't really. I've only taken a cab like once in my life. What you could count an Uber? I think if you take Ubers. Yeah. Yeah. I guess nothing that wild has happened in those either. They've just taken me in the wrong direction a lot of the time. I've just been drunk or like awkwardly trying to <laughs> you know talk to them so I get a good rating. Like nothing really wild. I think my stepdad's thrown up in a cab before <laughs> and then had to pay like a $75 fee or something like that. Yeah, that's happened to a couple of friends of mine. I've never done that. I've only thrown up on the bus before, never in a cab, so. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a working class girl. If I throw up, I throw up on public transport. Yeah, and I mean, I've thrown up on the bus more than once, so like, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Not to be that bitch, but... <laughs> Uh, You're the expert. Yeah, oh, yeah my once gave me a handkerchief because I would vomit all down my face from just throwing up. <laughs> and I was like, this is the nicest man who's ever existed. Um, that was fun. I guess I, if you include like, okay, so this wasn't a cab, but one time my mom picked me up. Uh, I went to my cousin's 19th birthday party, which was like, well, not party, but like he went out for his 19th birthday downtown uh, in my hometown. And so I got super shit faced and I got so drunk that uh, my mom picked me 
me up and then I rolled the window down and I threw up out the window of the car and it like went all <laughs> along the side of the car and then I ended up throwing up like in the car a little bit too it was just it was a very very bad night uh but that's I did that after my sister's birthday and um at the same time <laughs> like I threw out my mom picked me up I was throwing up outside the side of the car and tie in I'll plug this later I was crying about Palestine wow I was this is very on brand for me I was like really upset I was like here I am drinking and there are like children dying and she just thought it was hilarious so there you go <laughs> oh <laughs> I'm glad she thought it was hilarious that is very on brand for you well she thought it was hilarious that like that's what I cared about when I just threw up on the side <laughs> of a fucking car like true <laughs> And I'm like, listen, mother, I have a big heart. I have a lot of empathy. The world is in chaos. Uh, so, yeah, the next question was... Phone closed. Okay, next question. Which pet is most compatible with each girl? I feel like they shouldn't be allowed Ooh. to look after animals. Apart from Miranda. <laughs> no. They should all have, like, sea monkeys or hermit crabs or something, maybe. Or just plants. They should all just have a beautiful houseplant. Miranda's supposed to have a cat. So As, yeah, but we don't know where that cat has gone. I, it might show up again. Maybe yeah, she adopts it back again after Steve leaves. But yeah, I feel like a cat is Miranda. Everyone else, I really don't think should have a pet. Charlotte does get a dog, but terrible decision. Mm, it doesn't work out for her. And then I mean, she's horse. Samantha, Samantha's too busy <laughs> fucking. Charlotte could have a horse. Actually, she could definitely <laughs> like own a horse and be the girl that like visits her horse and rides it every day. Well, she used to. Although that's probably really hard in New York City. Yeah. Ugh. When she was a child, yeah, she had a horse, so it, that makes sense. Um, and then are we fans of ship trips? Uh, yeah. No, wait, no. Love to be on a boat. I, I don't like being on a boat. I mean, I like it for the Lonely uh, Island song. I don't really like actually being on boats. They make me feel ill. Being like in the indoors boat, like yeah. a boat that I can't, you know, see out of or anything is like, yeah, that just makes me seasick. But I like to, like to feel the wind and watch the waves, but I will never go on a cruise no yeah i have no interest in going on a cruise i would way rather go on like an actual vacation to a place and just like go there like i don't really have like i mean if some if someone else paid for me to go on a cruise i'd be like sure i'll go but i'm not gonna pay myself to go on a cruise i'd rather do other things um i don't mind being on boats but it depends on the boat like i love the boats that are really small and go super fast and you just go like boom 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 yes. and you like bounce up and down and it's like woo. uh but I don't want to be on like a really, really big boat. Like there's a boat that takes you, a ferry that takes you from Seattle to downtown Victoria. And it like, it is like a medium sized boat and it goes fairly fast. And it's just the waters are so choppy that you just feel sick the entire time. It's awful. I'd hate to be on that for any longer. I don't like fairies. Um, have you ever watched Grey's Anatomy? No, but tell us all about it. You don't want to be on a ferry in Seattle is all I'm saying. There's a, there's a very iconic episode with a big ass. <laughs> fairy crash <laughs> oh my god i've never okay this is me being bougie here i've never been on a boat where i haven't been somewhere warm so yeah that's a good point like because every time i've been in a boat i've been on holiday so like i've been in like crystal clear waters and stuff and it's been pleasant but like i don't know i haven't enjoyed the boat so much as i've enjoyed the scenery around it i like the swimming part of it like i went when i was in tobago we went to this like really i can't remember what it's called but it was like cr like literally like see-through
through water and like we swam and it was lovely and it's great i recommend it beautiful beautiful island right that's fun being on the boat was the worst part like (laughs) the swimming was the good bit so i'd yeah i would probably go on a yacht i would love to actually i would love to go on a like a rich person's yacht and be murdered That's very good. I mean, I'm pretty used to being on boats because I'm from Victoria. So, like, if you want to get off the island, you have to take a boat if you're not flying. So, like, if you want to go to Vancouver, you have to take a boat. If you want to go to Seattle, you have to take a boat. So, like, I've taken the ferry from Victoria to Vancouver, like, a million times before. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's You end up being on boats in pretty shitty weather a lot because it rains all the time there. So, like, you just stay inside the whole time. It's not very, like, amazing. Like, the scenery is nice because British Columbia is beautiful, but, like, it's not you know a tropical vacation yeah that's the thing i always see um like if on the rare occasions i'm near the thames like in the city i'll always see people like Mm -hmm. on little like boat tours and stuff and i'm like that's just yes that's disgusting water i don't know why you're even near it (laughs) we just got another question oh fuck okay Uh it's really good it's from alex leaf crunch and i love it Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll get there later, but sorry, I'm just laughing because I read it and it's really funny. Okay, well, let's move on. Uh, another friend of the show, guest of the show, asked a question. Also, thank you. Let's move on. I'm tired. Um, <laughs> so this is from Summer, aka Interstellar Princess on Tumblr, who asks us, uh, well, actually, these are two questions, so I'll get to them. Um, uh, have any of you ever run into a big X unexpectedly? Uh, how did you handle it? And then also, fuck Steve, thanks. Mood. <laughs> uh, so yeah, have you ever run to a big ex unexpectedly? Not a, not a really an ex per se, but that guy uh, previously mentioned who turned out seen, um, like maybe three or four months after we stopped talking, I ran into him at a huge music festival, like a really, really, really big one where you would not ever run into anyone that you don't know. And he was right there. And I walked directly uh, in the opposite direction and just walked away (laughs) and avoided him. And then like two hours later, I was just walking somewhere else and he walks up again and is like, hey, and I'm just like, ah, shit. So then I had to hang out with him for a bit. Oh, no. (laughs) So I tried. Stop. So unfortunate. I haven't. No, I mean, I only really have one big ex. I guess and he lives in a completely different city as me now and I haven't run into him since the last time we talked in person so nope that's good that's the way to do it it is very good as I said it's on site if I ever see your ex <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. I haven't really got any like big exes um yeah I remember I did see an ex on like okay Cupid and that was funny and awkward so I did what I always do and immediately questioned them about it uh <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not very good at, like, avoiding stuff. It depends what, like, mood I have on. I'm either, like, let's confront this, or I'm like, let's never speak about this again. And I was just in a, conf- like, a confrontational mood. Um, no, the guy, the Trump guy I mentioned earlier, yeah, he sometimes likes my Instagram posts, and I'm like, don't do that. Um, but as long as I'm making him yeah. mad, that fuels me. <laughs> That's good. I hope you are. <laughs> I sure am. I sure am. Uh, so thanks. Next question is <laughs> from Tom. These are uh, Magnificent Sap Caddy who asks, uh, just because I saw someone in HKIP chat say Steve is an alternate universe Ben. How do I say this stuff? Ben Boykabinch. <laughs> is it really Boykabinch? That sounds like a fake name. No. <laughs> 
His real name is Ben Boykovich, uh, but Boykovich is uh, just, yeah. <laughs> okay, Steve is an alternate universe Ben Boykovich. Uh, how would each of the girls respond to being told, you're my whore, in a romantic context? I feel like Charlotte's response was covered last week, so you can skip her if you want. Wait, hmm. sorry, does, does Stephanie, does Ben say that to somebody? Yes. In the show? On the show? Secret Life? Oh, no. So this is related to the to Secret Life of the American Teenager. This came up because, you know, like, sister show of the noise space, uh, Jurgenet, is about Secret Life of the American Teenager. Yeah, so there is a time where Amy and Ben are talking, and I can't remember what the context is, but I think Amy says something about being a whore, probably because she, I don't know, she, like, got pregnant because she had sex once or something, and Ben's response isn't, yo, you're not a whore. He says, you're my whore, Amy. <laughs> you're my whore. Well, Ben Boykovich voice, you're my whore, Amy Jorgen. Uh, so, yes, that's what the context is. Ah, uh, yeah. So, I mean, like, I feel like Charlotte's wasn't really romantically... Uh, but yeah, she would be disgusted if someone said that to her. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe the only one who would be like kind of chill, well, not even chill, but just wouldn't be immediately disgusted would be uh, Samantha. And even then, I'd feel like anything out of sex, she wouldn't like to be called a whore. Yeah. And even then, I don't yeah. feel like she'd want to be called it during sex. She'd just be like, eh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I feel like, it, I don't know, in a romantic setting, maybe it would maybe make it seem like it's less you know of a serious relationship thing and more of like a fun sex thing but like still i don't think anyone really wants to be called a whore like it's not you know in a term of endearment i don't really want my romantic partner to call me like a slur used to demean women and specifically sex workers i'm not um yeah not really my bag just call me just say i'm pretty like jesus christ it's not that hard (laughs) right and why would you be calling yourself that in the first place in order for him to qualify that it's yours his whatever (laughs) i've lost my mind yeah this is ben has killed me Okay, so next question. Yeah. All right, this is from. Do you guys know Venusophobia on Tumblr? Who? Her? Rings a bell. I don't know. <laughs> so- I don't know her. <laughs> They are... I know I said they. I'm trying to keep up the the ruse, the mystique. As you can tell, I'm an actress. I've had training. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Josh asks, Hey, long time, first time. My question is, FMKB, the B stands for BFFs, for the girls. (laughs) Also, hi, Lola. Love you. Aw, hi, Josh. Love you, too. (laughs) Aw. So... So, wait, so B is BFF. B is BFF. What we doing? Obviously, I'm going to fuck Samantha. I was going to say charlotte you'd fuck charlotte yeah i'd kill charlotte okay so no i was gonna okay i would (laughs) i would kill carrie i would bff miranda i would okay i would fuck charlotte just because okay you know like when you're growing up and you're a woman who's interested in other women, how there's kind of that overused trope that's like, oh, what if you're with a woman who's never been with another woman before and it's like kind of sexy that you're like, I'm going to show her what to do. Oh, yeah. I feel like I always was really into that when I was growing up. So I'd be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, Charlotte's just super innocent and she's never been with a woman before. So like she's going to realize what she was missing out on. Oh, my God. You'll show her the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, but... But 
I'm, yeah, who's not going to fuck Samantha? So I'm going with her. Lola, who's your fuck? Uh, it's also Samantha. Okay. Mary. I'm actually, what? I think I said Miranda BFF earlier, but I would marry Miranda BFF Samantha. Okay. I would marry, okay. I would marry Miranda. Yeah, me too. And then I'm going to BFF Carrie so I can steal her clothes. Yes. Ooh. And that, I mean, listen, like, and you need a friend who's just like messier than you. Yes, you really do. I love, uh, <laughs> shit, that's all my friends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm the messy friend Like I'm the one who doesn't have my shit together So I need someone who is Like worse than me I'm sorry I like technically have my shit together But I I don't really identify As a person who has my shit together So I like people that don't Yeah, yeah. exactly And then I would kill Charlotte because she's a Republican Yeah we don't need her True that's a good point I feel like if you're not killing either Charlotte or Carrie Then like what are you doing Yeah I mean I feel like Miranda and Samantha are so perfectly made for marrying and fucking respectively. <laughs> She's wifey material. I don't know what else to... Yeah, I feel like the, that's the only... The valid makeup is either kill or BFF, Charlotte or Carrie. Like, that's it. I'm still gonna say fuck Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking to my guns. I'm dying on this hill. <laughs> I believe in you. Yeah. As, you're a host. You can do that. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> True. Last question. Uh, this is yes. uh, Alex Leaf Crunch. Lowercase Alex. <laughs> Ask if Kyle's character in this show added and ice cold to the end of his catchphrase, what would that catchphrase be? <laughs> okay, so I'm pretty sure she sent this ask because of the meme I posted in the City Girls Discord the other day, which I'm scrolling up to read now. And okay, so it's the screen cap of uh, Kyle McLaughlin in Twin Peaks where he's got his cup of coffee and he says, you know, this damn fine cup of cummies. <laughs> Uh, no! Yes. So, uh, and ice cold. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, I know. It's awful. But obviously I had to share it to that Discord because, uh, I mean, come on. It's Kyle McLaughlin. It's it's the brand. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the City Girls brand. <laughs> it's for us. I don't know. His, I mean, his catchphrase is, uh, I can't get hard. <laughs> and ice cold. And ice cold. <laughs> I can't get hard, but boy, am I ice cold. Oh. Uh, what else does he even say in the show? Oh, well, oh, I got you a cardboard cutout of a baby <laughs> and ice cold. <laughs> I have a weird relationship with my mother and ice cold. <laughs> yes, oh, exactly. Oh, dang. Uh, I love it. No, I won't sign your prenup and ice cold. <laughs> Truly, Kyle McLaughlin is one of the only pure good men alive, and just like, his April Fool's tweet was really the only valid April Fool's tweet that anyone made, and so I really respect him for that. Yeah, like, this this is the thing, April Fool's jokes where it's just, like, silly, I'm 100% here for, where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm only drinking iced coffee from now on, and yeah, that warms my heart, because it's just <laughs> it's fucking really good. wholesome and fine, like, you're not being mean, Yep, you're not <laughs> barking some internet <laughs> debate i don't care about like it's good it's wholesome and pure and good and i love dale cooper and kyle so it's very good to me yeah i can't wait for kyle i i'm so like that's really the thing pulling me through is like okay big is coming back but kyle's gonna be here and i know it's gonna get fucking crazy he's in full force (laughs) oh yeah i can't wait okay so i think that's pretty much it for the show that's all our questions um like i said if you want to find us anywhere we're seagulls make do pretty on tumblr on g email on twitter um 
Do you want to plug anything, Lola? I have nothing to plug. <laughs> what about your Twitter? I don't do shit. Uh, yes, uh, my Twitter is at uh, salt underscore underscore lamp. It's good. Nice. <laughs> I have a salt lamp on, like, I have two salt lamps in my house, so I'm into that. I decided uh, my horrible tweets should not be attached to my real human name. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> I haven't decided that yet, because, like, a lot of my friends have, like, professional Twitters where they'll be like... Oh, no, just professional Twitters. I, I don't don't get it. I could never. Well, like, a lot of them will be talking about, like, you know, jobs and stuff and replying to and following, like, theatre companies and stuff. And I'm doing that, but I'm also like, haha, big dicks. <laughs> yeah. You're also Dork Phoenix 69. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My last name is not on my Tumblr, or sorry, my last name is not on my Twitter uh, because I am the only Stephanie Ruff as far as I know. So, like, I don't think that anyone, like, if I put my name on there, it's gonna come up if people Google it. Yeah. So, yeah. Not going on there. I, I tweet too much cursed stuff. I luckily have quite a generic name. There's already an Alex Charles and she's Swedish, so she doesn't look like me at all. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like Lola said, I'm, I'm, uh, DorkMina69 on Tumblr and, oh my god, Stephanie. On Twitter. On Twitter. Stephanie, you go first. You always go first. <laughs> uh, I'm Age of Oddish on Twitter and I'm Windfall Island on Tumblr. Yeah. Okay. As Lola said, I'm Dork Phoenix 69 on Twitter. And then on Tumblr, I'm just Dork Phoenix. No numbers, no nothing. Just the OG baby. OG Dork Phoenix. I did a smart this week. So. <laughs> If you check out episode 60 of uh, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon I'm Going to Die, then right at the top, I do an interview with uh, a legend, with uh, N from Legit Tay Updates, and it was really fun. And I think you guys should listen to it. I'm very proud. I had a great time doing it. It's really good. It's a really good interview. Yeah, and if you're looking for it and you're like, oh, Harry Kissinger Pokemon, what? Then I retweeted it to the City Girls Twitter account. So if you follow us there, you can find a link there. It's very recent, so... And if you follow us on Noise Space, then Aish is on Noise Space as well. And it also has boyfriend of the show, Matt, and guests of the show, Sarah, on the main episode. So it's good to check out. It does. There's a couple new podcasts now, too, which is cool, because there's, like, Roy has a new podcast about something I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> What is it? Podcasting is not allowed in the cloud recesses, I think. I can't remember. There's also a new podcast up about, it's called like the Ask Box and it's about Tumblr. It's about like Tumblr circa the age of it being a disaster, I think. And it sounds interesting to me. <laughs> I have to listen to that. Yeah, I'm excited to check it out. There's one episode now, so you can't fall behind. So yeah, <laughs> definitely check out all our friends on Noise Space. And I guess, yeah, since we mentioned it, uh, slow. What about them? I still want to call it slow shaming because that's funnier. I but, know. Um, <laughs> the thing about slow shaming is that like this, the abbreviation for Secret Life of the American Teenager <laughs> wouldn't even really spell slow. So you have to like, <laughs> like it's easier to say, but like it has another T in there somewhere. Yeah. If yeah. you take out the thes, it's fine. It's, that's what it is. That's fine. And uh, uh, so that's our brother's show. And then our sister's show is my pod cabbages. Yeah, I'm so caught up. I'm caught up on it. And it's so good. Uh, Alex Leaf Crunch, who sent us a question, was on like uh, the tea episode recently. And it was amazing. It was so funny. So I love pod cabbages. So yeah, lots of good things to entertain you. Um, thanks for listening to our show, though. And that's it. We'll see you next week. And we got another guest next week, baby. So look out for that. Oh. Triple triple guest boom 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 triple whammy <laughs> that's a hat trick baby mm -hmm. so all right bye <laughs> bye, bye. mohe every day <laughs>